Welcome to the Raising Them Ready podcast. Here we encourage and support parents who are doing the best they know how to raise their kids to become confident, capable, and kind in what feels like a half-crazy and often unpredictable world. I'm Jonathan Kathman. I'm a family man, career sociologist, and best-selling author who believes our children's greatness tomorrow begins with good guidance today. Today I want to share a short portion of a conversation I had with a man I've known for a couple decades now. He's dedicated his career to teaching critical thinking and the development of character in the lives of tweens, teens, and young adults. These days, he's proving to be keenly tuned in to reading and reaching people, especially fathers who are struggling with their role as men and dads. His name is Sean Taylor, and if you're judging a book by its cover, his long beard, crooked hat, and ready-to-smoke cigar makes a strong statement that he's one of those leave-me-alone kind of middle-aged men. Yet nothing could be further from the truth. Once you get to know him, and it really doesn't take long to get to know Sean, he's one of the kindest, most generous, and personal people you'll meet. I say that because we can't walk anywhere without every other person on the street stopping him to say hi, thanks, or ask about his latest adventure in engaging and serving the community where he lives. I asked Sean what his official job title is these days, and he said, and I quote here, that he's a pastorpreneur. So what's a pastorpreneur, you ask? Well, so did I, and according to Sean, he's a full-time quote-unquote pastor who'd rather grow small house churches than cram more people into a mega church pews. He owns a couple of cigar shops, a retail men's store, a DJ company, and a side hustle who stores classic cars and builds furniture out of reclaimed lumber. Sean truly is the only guy I know who has presided over a couple's wedding ceremony and then DJed their reception. On the day we recorded this conversation, we sat in one of his cigar lounges, a converted Airstream trailer with a full wood, leather, and iron interior. As he smoked one of his favorite cigars, we spoke about the value of dads, the importance of teaching kids life-ready skills, and the significance of fathers being fully present in time spent with their families. So welcome to our Raising Them Ready Cigar Lounge conversation about dads doing the best they know how, even when they don't know everything, obviously. I've had a lot of conversations with dads over the years that just don't feel like they're man enough to raise their kid or have manly skills or abilities to pass on. And if they do, they don't, some often don't think to be intentional in doing that with their kids. So why do we think that teaching these skills have become so difficult? Is it the skill is harder today or just the time spent with our kids or the attention or what we're fighting for their attention? What's, what's the catch? In a day and age where you don't have to ask anybody's advice to get the best the best information out there. Like if I'm going to fix the car, I don't call my dad. I go to 1aauto.com. But when I was growing up, I was in the shop with my granddad. He's repairing riding lawnmowers and he's teaching me about riding lawnmowers and small engine repair. And I think if you don't grow up with it as a value and somebody that's valuing taking care of your stuff or building something, or it doesn't even have to be that. Just if you don't have that as a value, then you're never going to go to YouTube for it either. You're just going to pay somebody else to do it. And I think in this day and age, less people are getting poured into with life skill values than at any other point in history because you can just YouTube everything. What you and I experienced very similar about having to wrench when we were young and learning how to do something from a grandparent and a parent and an uncle and not not all families have that anymore. Yeah. And I don't want to say anymore. I don't think all families had it back then. I think that, that we had we had a good thing going on. Yeah. There's there's families today that either don't know how or don't have access to and or don't have that male role model to to show to to mentor to guide because even back then though even if we didn't have it 
Uber probably being invested in by a neighbor. I mean, I lived out in the country, so we, our neighbors were a little further apart, but our neighbors were always, you know, willing to help out, teach us stuff. If I couldn't get it at home, and my dad always taught me, like, I don't know everything about body work, so I'm going to have your cousin Mitch come over and teach you about body work. And, like, we're not a car family per se, but and my dad just felt like these are some good skills that will help you grow and develop. So where does a family get this if they don't have that father saying, I'm going to have your cousin come over, or you walk next door to the neighbor? Where, should, where can families go to get this now? Yeah, well, I mean, that's why I give out the manual to manhood. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I wrote a book about it. You know, I, I worked with so many kids over the years that didn't have dads or male figures at home. And I felt like you're going off to life and I can't teach everybody how to tie a tie. I mean, I would do that sometimes even in our ministry, like teach like, hey, we're going to do a tie tying seminar, like with some of the boys and stuff. But um, but the reality is I can't like you can't teach those kids all those practical things. So I felt the manual to manhood was a really good tool. If you can't walk with somebody through it, um, you could at least give somebody it so that they have some of the resources at their fingertips. So since 2015, I've given it away to every graduating senior boy as a graduation gift. I just brought my last shop ones because we sold out of your book in our store. And so I went home and I was like, I still got a couple of my shops. So I brought them here and threw them on the shelf. Really, the manual to manhood is a surrogate mentor. Yeah. If a parent can find someone to help mentor where, where we don't have as parents, I'm always looking for someone who does. Yeah. What I don't have to share as a parent, I'm looking for someone who has a resource to share with my kids. Yeah. So if, you know, get a, get a mentor, teacher, coach, youth ministry, someone in the community, finding someone who can make an impact complementary to me as a parent. Well, I think that's the thing is we always feel like we have to be as parents or as mentors. You have to feel like you have, all, have to have all the answers. And if you don't have all the answers, you're not willing to take the risk because you don't want to look stupid. And the reality is, is that you have to overcome that, those fears and be transparent with the fact that, yeah, I don't know everything. So as a parent, we could learn with our kids? Absolutely. You know, when we were building these trailers, uh, every Thursday night, my buddy Fred would come over, and he's make some of the best barbecue on earth, and yeah, I challenged the South on that. And Fred would come over, and he would barbecue a big old dinner, and I'd have half a dozen guys come over. Some of them are carpenters. Some of them are finished carpenters. Some of them are house framers. Some of them are fiberglass guys. Some of them are metal workers. And my son would be out there too. And we just feed everybody a bunch of food. And then we'd work on the trailer one night, one night a week, couple hours together. And then afterwards, we'd sit around and have some libations and then, you know, enjoy one of those company. And so, um, but my sons are raised in an environment where they know their dad doesn't know everything. He's willing to take risks to learn things, but he's also going to surround himself with people that are smarter than him because that's that's how we're wired to live and so we don't hold within us uh the things to be everybody uh all the time uh and yet we have this idea that we're supposed to and i think it's incredibly limiting okay so you have daughters too though Mm -hmm. these skills important for your daughters to learn absolutely my my daughter's radiator went out over a couple weeks ago and so we drained the oil out of her car, drained the radiator fluid out of her car, and she installed a new radiator. Um, both my kids have been saving since they were about 12 to buy a car. Both of them bought their own cars, have a lot of pride in their vehicles, uh, and so teaching them how to take care of them is, is really important. Stewardship. Yeah. Taking care of your stuff. Yeah. You've been a father now for... 18 years. All right, best advice you have as a dad. Uh, when you're home, be present. When you come home from work be there with your family be there in the conversations don't retreat to the couch don't retreat to your chair your office be present with your family um 
that's the hardest thing it took me to learn. And yet it's the best thing I could have, I could have ever done for my family. I can't always give my family all the time. Um, I can't give my family all the money. Um, but I can give my family my attention and my investment when I'm with them. And that is the most important thing I think I could ever give them. It's the thing that lasts. I had a friend once tell me, like, I said, man, you know, when I got married, I realized how selfish I was. And this friend of mine said to me, he's like, yeah, you realize how selfish you are when you get married. But when you have kids, you got to do something about it. And I thought that is gold. That's gold. Because you can live selfishly parallel with your spouse because you're both self-sufficient people. But then when you got kids, you got you to gotta give up yourself for them in some ways. If you're learning from and enjoying this podcast, please let me know by messaging us through our social media pages or email through our website. You can find, like, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Raising Them Ready Podcast and on our website at RaisingThemReady.com. Also, please follow and leave us up to a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions about topics or guests you'd like us to bring to the Raising Them Ready podcast, please contact me through our Raising Them Ready social media pages or through the website. Again, Facebook and Instagram at Raising Them Ready Podcast and online at RaisingThemReady.com. To learn more about raising your kids ready, be sure to pick up a copy of the Raising Them Ready book. It's available wherever you buy your print or audiobooks. There you'll also find our other best-selling life skills and personal development books for tweens, teens, young adults, parents, educators, and mentors. Thanks again for joining me in today's discussion. Now go and enjoy the day, knowing your child's greatness tomorrow begins with your guidance today.